Hey everyone, it's Christy Dole. Welcome back to the podcast, When Hustle Meets Flow. Just want to say thank you to everybody who has tuned in. I have received some really great feedback and it's just really nice to hear that you guys are listening, that it's actually landing, that it's having you think about things in a different way. Um, so thank you. So today is a really, really good topic. So I wanted to just share with you guys how I got to this topic. Um, the topic is how to make change in your life. And I'm sure this has been talked about uh, before, but something is really clicking with me right now. And I just want to share with you how I got to this place. So I have, I invested a good amount of money, a pretty penny, if you will, into a course that I'm in my second week. And it's a course about manifesting. Now, some of you might be rolling your eyes and like, oh my God. But the truth is, is that we are manifesting all the time, whether you know it or not. The life that you literally have, the home that you live in, the car that you drive, the relationship that you're in, the health that you have, everything is from your own thoughts and your own beliefs about who you are, what you're capable of having, and it manifests out into your reality. So with that said, in this course, the first week we were talking all about your vision, which is something that I have really spent a lot, a lot of time on is perfecting the vision of my life. So that was pretty easy. Week two, we are really clearing out the crap. And when I say that, I mean, there literally was a slide that said clearing out the crap. <laughs> um, but in order to truly you know, manifest new things in your life, you have to be willing to think differently, to believe differently, and then to act differently. And so the course creator, um, her name, well, her name is Catherine Zenkina and she's the manifestation babe. I've talked about her before on a podcast, so I would definitely check her out. Her content is so good, especially her free content is so good. Um, but if you have a piece of pen and paper, in fact, I would pause this right now and go grab a pen and paper because I really want you guys to understand what she is teaching us and how how you can apply this to change in your life. So again, pause this, grab a pen and paper, meet us back here. Okay, everybody has their pen and paper. At the top of your paper, I want you to write the word identity and then make a little arrow pointing down. And then the next word is values, another arrow, next word belief, arrow, next word behaviors, arrow, last word, environment. Okay. So we have identity, value, beliefs, behaviors, environment. So what she says, and I'm honestly seeing how this is playing out in every part of my life right now, is if you really want to make change in your life, you have to start with your identity. Who do you really believe you are? And I'm going to share with you an exercise that I just did. I actually just had a coaching call with my own coach and we really broke down and I had some harsh realities that I realized about what I, what I, who I actually believe I am. But she says, and I, again, believe this. And so I'm teaching it to you guys that if you want to make change, it has to start on the level of your identity. Who do you actually believe you are? Because your identity then tells you what your values are. And your values are basically like, how do you live your life? What's important to you? What principles do you live by? 
Once you have your value set, then that starts to dictate your beliefs, right? So you start to identify what you believe about yourself, about life, about how it all works, about people, about your country, about your government, about, you know, your neighborhood, about your school system, all these things, right? It dictates your beliefs. And then your beliefs determine your behaviors. Your behavior is simply how you actually behave, what you actually do in real life. And then your behaviors start to form your environment. So it's the stuff that you have in your environment, right? So I'll give you guys a a little example. Um, I believe... I, I identify as someone that is intuitive. I believe this about myself. I am intuitive. I can sense things. I can sort of sense how people think and feel without them really saying anything. I can walk into a room and really sense the vibe, if you will. Um, if somebody doesn't like me, if somebody's judging me, I can sort of sense these things without the person even saying anything. So I believe I am intuitive. Because of that, I value the I value my intuition. I value the um, sense that I get about people. I value the hits that I get. I value the downloads. I believe because of that, I believe in my ability. I believe in how I feel. I believe in the sensation that I get when I'm around people. I believe in the process of manifestation. I believe in the law of attraction. I believe in the law of cause and effect. Like I believe in all these things that some of you might consider to be like woo-woo or new age, right? Because of that, my behavior dictates that. I do personal development. I do yoga. I meditate. I um, you know, buy crystals. I lay crystals on my body. I believe in all these different things and I behave in this way. And because of that, my environment dictates that. If you walked into my house, you would see I have a crystal, a, a big, beautiful amethyst crystal right when you walked in. If you walked into my bedroom, you would see crystals all along my windowsills. Um, I do Reiki on my children. They ask me for it. So in that little example, you can see how my identity then filters all the way out into what you would find in my own environment, right? So let's take this example. If you are somebody who really wants to get fit and you really want to lose the weight and, and be fit and look healthy and feel healthy, okay? Now, let's say you are somebody who, since you were a kid, you've identified as the chubby kid, right? Let's say you had some, you know, parents that were asleep at the wheel. They said things to you. They, maybe they, maybe they took you to Weight Watchers when you were 10. I mean, I know people that that's happened to. Um, and let's say you ended up, you know, let's say you had a boy in school say something to you about your weight when you were eight years old, right? There's all these different things that really cement our identity. And usually it happens between the ages of zero to seven or somewhere in that grade school age. Okay. Now your values are, you might potentially value, um, diet culture. Maybe you value, um, eating, you know, comfort foods versus having more greens. Maybe you value stretch pants over, you know, pants with, um, you know, a button. I'm just kind of like giving you guys silly examples, which then bleeds out to your beliefs. So if you identify as the chubby kid, your values support that you're going to 
believe, even though you want something different, you're innately going to believe that you're, you can never lose that last 15 pounds. You're always going to believe that you're going to have a little pooch in pictures. You're going to believe that there's going to be other people out there that look better than you, or you're going to believe that your worth is wrapped up in your weight because of your values and your identity. Okay. And then what happens is your behavior is going to dictate that of somebody who believes they are the chubby kid. You're going to not eat great. You're probably going to be sporadic in your exercise and your environment's going to support that. You know, you might have the TV on all the time. You might sleep in until the last minute. Like you don't have a morning routine. You don't exercise. Um, you, you have junk food in your drawers, right? So just imagine that you want to become fit and you only decide to change your environment and your behavior. So you get rid of all the, uh, the junk food and you join a gym membership. How long is that going to last before you self-sabotage? And the self-sabotage comes because your beliefs, value, and identity are not supporting the behavior in the environment. So in order to truly make a change in that space of your life, you have to start to identify as somebody that is fit and healthy. Because when you identify as somebody that is fit and healthy, they are going to value um, exercise. They're going to value being out, outdoors more. They're going to value trying new things. They're going to value eating greens or having more fruit juices or eating salad versus comfort food. And then those values are going to then dictate your beliefs. If you identify as somebody who's fit and healthy, your values are going to tell you that you, you know, that you are fit and healthy. And then your beliefs, you believe that you are fit, fit and healthy. You believe that your body is a temple. You believe that the food that you put into your body is nourishment and, and fuel and actually helping you become healthier. You believe all these things and then your behavior and your environment change. You actually do eat better. You actually do go to the gym consistently. You actually do enjoy working up a sweat. Um, and then your environment starts to change and naturally you would get rid of the, um, the junk food. Naturally, you would buy a new pair of sneakers and a nice workout outfit so that you feel great when you go to the gym, right? So that is how you change from the inside out because changing from the outside in doesn't work. Now, I'm going to get real personal with you guys right now and share with you something that I'm working on at the moment. And um, let me see. Let me grab my notes here. Um, so I'm going to share with you what I did today. So I am in this manifesting course. I have just started this new business. I have this new podcast. I'm becoming a life coach. I want to create courses for people. Like this is the vision I have for my life, right? Now I asked myself, what does my current reality actually tell me about what I really believe. Because I can sit here and say all day, I am a successful course creator. I am a successful life coach. I am a successful entrepreneur. I am financially free. I am financially abundant, right? I can say all these things, but what does my environment actually tell me? 
And after doing some digging, I, my environment actually tells me that I am someone who is only good enough to just get by. And again, I worked with my own life coach about this today. And I was like, yeah, like our bills are paid. You know, my kids, they, they can, you know, they go to dance and, and they're doing their thing. And like, we, we, our bills are always paid and there's always food on the table, but it's just by the skin of our teeth, right? Like we're just getting by. There's really not much left to save or to travel with or do anything. And it's, it's been like that for like a year or two. There was, um, there was like a two year period where, you know, in my, um, online skincare business that, you know, life was just exactly how I wanted it to be and more. But because I have this belief about myself that was short-lived and I returned back to where my belief is. So this is like so eye-opening. If you can be completely honest with yourself about what you really, about what your environment is actually telling you about your beliefs you can then bring that hidden belief up to the surface and figure out if you want to still believe that or if you want to you know, believe something new. So the first belief was, I am someone who is only good enough to just get by. And then my life coach, she said, so what does that mean, just getting by? And I explained it to her. I said, well, you know, our bills are paid. We are, you know... Um, our bills are paid. The, the, there's food on the table. You know, the kids can do their dance and this and that, but like, we don't have enough for the extras. We don't have enough like to go out to dinner once a week, which is something I'd like to do. We don't have enough to go traveling, which is something I am really working hard towards. Um, I don't have enough to, you know, donate to like my favorite charities or send money to my parents because I love them and I want to be able to like offer them a little relief every month. Right. So that's what that meant to me. So another statement that I had discovered that I actually even though it's hard to admit this, this is what my environment is telling me, is I am someone who doesn't deserve the extras. And when I wrote that down, I started, I had, I started to tear up a little bit because I'm like, wow, I never in my life have put those words together or said that about myself. But if I'm looking at my life, the actual reality of what it is, that's, that's a belief I have is I am someone who doesn't deserve the extras. So obviously that's not how I want to live, right? That's not how I want to, that's not what I want to believe. That's not the life that I'm looking to continue. So from that honesty, from that truth, I was able to come up with a couple different new identities about myself. The first is I am financially responsible. And in my coach program, we do energetic coaching and we identify people at different stages of energy and the levels of energy start at one and they go up to seven. One is like the lowest low energy, just apathy. Like you literally have, you don't even have any fight in you. You're just like, whatever. That's like the lowest form of energy. Level two energy is more like, anger and conflict. And, um, you know, in level two energy, you have a little bit more energy than level one. It's still kind of negative or what we call catabolic, but at least you're, you, there's a little bit of life underneath you here where you're like willing to fight for what you want. Right. 
And then once you move into level three energy, level three energy is where you start to take responsibility, take ownership, cooperation. Here's where forgiveness is. So I identified that with money, I'm in level two energy. It's like, I feel like there's not enough. I'm in conflict with myself, with money in general. Um, and I decided like, what, how can I move from level two energy into level three energy? And that was, I am financially responsible. And can I just tell you that saying that sentence really makes me feel like it brings my energy up. It makes me feel good about myself. It's something that I am aspiring to. I just hired a financial advisor. She's helping me with my budget. She's putting this app on my phone and she's going to like hook up all of my accounts to it. And so every day I'm going to know how I'm doing against my budget, which is something I've never done in my entire life. I have avoided like the plague. But in order, again, guys, if I want to make a change in my life, not just on the behavior and environment level, which will not stick, but actually make a full-on change in my life that will last until the day I die, I need to start with my identity. So I came up with that phrase, I am financially responsible. Another phrase I came up with is, I am financially abundant. Now, although I don't believe that, what I plan on doing is taking that sentence, I am financially abundant, and I plan on asking myself, what are the values of someone who is financially abundant? What are the beliefs of someone who is financially abundant? What are the behaviors? And what, what does their environment look like? Right? So I was I'm gonna I'm gonna do that with that statement. And I highly encourage you guys to, when you're done listening to this podcast, Figure out, look at your environment and let, let's imagine you're like single and you're wanting a new relationship and you just keep dating the wrong guys, right? Look at your environment. What is your environment telling you about what you actually believe about yourself? Maybe it's, I am not good enough for real love, or I am only good enough for sex, right? Like, I don't know, whatever your, whatever your environment is actually telling you. So Look at your past relationships. Look at the patterns in your life of the men that you date. What are What's the message that they're telling you? So be real with yourself. And then ask yourself, who do I actually want to identify with? I am some, like, I can tell you I have an amazing husband. I have a very, I mean, you know, it's, there's always things, right? I'm not saying we're perfect, but genuinely my husband loves me for me. He has been there for me when things are bad. He is my rock. When things are good, he is holding my hand as we're walking through the fun things together. He genuinely loves me, believes in me, and I trust him with my whole heart. I There's never a doubt in my mind about who he is or where his motives are or anything. I have a very solid, solid relationship. So I believe about myself that I am worthy of real true love. I am worthy of having a partner. And I love myself so much that that's what I bring into my life, right? So that's just what I've always believed about myself. And because of that, my husband, my environment dictates that back to me, right? So ask yourself, what is your environment actually telling you about what is happening in your reality and then decide 
what you want and what an identity around that want would look like. Another, um, another uh, new identity that I'm going to be working on and you know, again, going through the values, the beliefs, the behaviors and the environment of this identity is I have enough money to do everything I want to. And also I am thriving financially. So again, just asking yourself. So maybe yours is I am, I love myself fully, right? If I'm just letting you guys know, if you want to bring in a relationship into your life, and I will definitely do a podcast about this, But if you want to bring a relationship into your life that's healthy, that's fun, that's loving, where there's no drama, where you don't have to, you know, fix someone or anything annoying like that, then you need to be whole. You need to love yourself, even the bad parts, because the bad parts aren't going away, sis. We all have bad stuff. You have to love yourself through it. You have to give yourself grace. And when you can do that, then you can do that for your partner because your partner is going to come into the relationship with his own shit. He's going to have his own problems and his own things that are going to annoy you around year two because that always happens. You have to be able to love yourself and give yourself enough grace and compassion so that you can turn around and do that for the next partner that comes into your life. Anyways, I went off on a tangent about the relationship thing, but I think I think in today's age, everyone is working on something. And I feel like some people are working on finances. Other people are working on relationships. Other people are working on their health. Other people are working on their career and purpose, right? So we all have things that we're working on. So this particular tool, right, identity, values, beliefs, behaviors, and environment, this tool will really help you understand where you're at and taking a temperature check. What do I actually believe about myself? Because this is what my environment's telling me. And then from that place, you can turn around and find out, okay, if I want to have a thriving relationship, if I want to be financially abundant, if I want to be fit and healthy, what is the identity that I need to start to adopt? What does that, what does that, In terms of that identity, what are the values that are going to come from that? What are the beliefs? And then how does that person behave? And then what does their environment look like? So guys, I was really excited to come and share this with you. Um, (laughs) You know, I didn't, I don't know if you like thought that I have like my shit together. (laughs) I do in some places in my life and others, I am for sure a work in progress. So I hope you listen to this and don't judge me. Um, I hope you took a little bit something away that can actually help you. Um, and if this was helpful at all, take a screenshot, snap it, post on your social, share it with your friends. I would massively appreciate it. And if you want to email me, I've been actually getting a few emails lately about your biggest takeaways for sure. Do that. I would also love it if you shared that on your social. So anyways, guys, I will see you next week. Have an awesome, awesome day.